You know, my job as a financial planner is really a modern phenomenon because in the past, retirement planning didn't really exist because guess what? People didn't have much of a retirement. They simply kept working, kept doing whatever they were doing until they died, right? And so there wasn't really much time, if any, between when people stopped working and they passed away, right? That's just kind of how it was. But guess what? Life expectancies have grown so much that uh, now the gap between when people stop working and when they pass away gets larger and larger and larger. So I pose the question, can you afford a 40-year retirement, right? And if you're new to this show, my name is Dallin. This is the Haas Federal Advisors YouTube channel and podcast. It is great to be with you today. Today we're going to be talking about the keys to make sure that your money can last as long as you do and the things that you need to be thinking about that are crucial as people live longer because that's a great, incredible thing that people are living longer. We have better medical inventions, better treatments, better everything when it comes to keeping people alive, which is an incredible gift. It's just a matter of, okay, with that, how do we make sure our money matches up with the rest of everything that's going on so that you're gonna be taken care of for the rest of your life. You don't have to stress and penny pinch in retirement. So if you're a federal employee looking to get the most out of your retirement, your benefits, your investments, your taxes, consider subscribing and joining this incredible community. So without further ado, we're going to jump right in. So I mentioned life expectancy and to throw a few numbers to you, I was looking at some data where back in 1950, the average life expectancy in the United States, in the United States was 68. Okay. So in 1950, you're looking at the numbers. The average Joe was expected to live until age 68. And obviously what that means is that's an average half, half of the people live longer, half of the people live shorter, right? But guess what? Now in 2015, and of course right now when I'm filming this is 2021, but they did another study in 2015 of, okay, in the last 65 years between 1950 and 2015, now what is the life expectancy, right? And in the United States, the life expectancy is now 79, okay? So back in 1950, it was 68. Now it is 79. So that gain of 11 years in 65 years, right? So let's ask, okay, looking forward, is the rate of innovation, is the rate of treatments and and new ideas and new technology slowing down? Well, probably not, right? Does that mean we're going to, you know, our life expectancy is going to keep going forever? Well, maybe not. We don't know. All I'm saying is probably most of us are going to live potentially a little longer than our parents. Who knows, right? There's There's always exceptions, but as a general rule, people are going to be living longer in the future as we get better and better at solving disease and all those things. So, okay, what does that mean for your money? Well, there there are really three things that are so, so crucial when it comes to making sure that you're able to afford a 40-year retirement or however long your retirement is, right? To make sure that your money can last as long as you do. So the first thing that you really want to make sure you have thought through that you're prepared for in retirement is inflation protection. And I mentioned this many, many times, um, but it's so crucial because we're all living longer than our parents did and our grandparents did. We want to make sure that we can maintain our lifestyles the way that we want for our entire retirement. The worst thing you want to do is really have financial pressure 
as you near the end of your life because that puts pressure on you, but also the people around you and you certainly don't want that to happen, right? So what things can we do? First, you want to make sure you your money, your investments, as well as your fixed income, your pension, social security, et cetera, is going to grow over time with you, right? First of all, your social security and your pension, they have cost of living adjustments, so they are going to adjust over time with inflation, which is great news. So the one piece that you can control is your investment. So you want to make sure that you have at least a portion of your investments that are going to grow faster than inflation over time. So first, you can take money out of the account, but also so that you get enough growth to maintain your lifestyle over time, which is gonna take slowly and slowly more money over time because prices are going to increase. So that is why it makes me so nervous when I see federal employees that are too conservative with their money when they are close to retirement. Because what they don't understand is, yeah, they're about to retire, but they're about to embark on a 30, 40 year journey, right? Where they need their money to last a long time between them and their spouse. One of them is probably gonna live pretty darn long, if not both of them, right? And so you wanna make sure that you have a plan where yeah, you wanna make sure your short-term money, your short-term um, needs are gonna be taken care of by your investments, but also you wanna have that long-term money that's going to get you there and maintain your standard of living over time. So that's so, so crucial, okay. And that leads us right into the next piece. And that is the need for both fixed income, but also variable income. And let me describe what those are. So fixed income, like I just mentioned, are things like your pension, like social security, where they're fixed, where yeah, they're gonna increase over time with COLAs, but basically you're gonna get a check in the mail every month and it's basically out of your control, right? And that is very, very helpful because it builds a foundation for your retirement and especially if it has cost of living adjustments, which social security and your pension do, it can be a great foundation for the rest of your retirement. But if you only had that type of income, then you might be in trouble because you can't get extra if you needed it. Let's say you needed an extra $10,000. Well, you can't call up social security and say, hey, I actually need a little extra right now. Would you send it? They can't do that. That's not what they do right? You need to have that variable variable piece where you control your investments. And I just talked about that as well, how you need to have some aggressive portion of your investments, but it's so crucial to have investments compared to your fixed income. And that is why when people ask, especially at federal employees, when they ask, hey, should I get an annuity? Should I take my TSP and my investments and should I buy another annuity? And the answer to that question is most of the time, no. You have quite a bit of fixed income, but what you need is that variable income that you control. So as your needs change, you can change how you invest that money. And if you need money for an emergency, you have funds to pull from ready to go. It's so, so crucial for your short-term needs, but also to make sure that you can have your standard of living no matter how long you live. Okay. Number three, whenever we're planning for a long period of time, there are a lot of unknowns, right? We don't know what inflation is gonna be. We don't know what, how prices are going to change. We don't know a lot of things. And one thing we don't know is what taxes are gonna be over the course of your lifetime. Over 30 years or 40 years of retirement, taxes can change dramatically. That is a big span of time where you don't know what's gonna happen. So you want to have built-in levers, built-in things, so that you can have some control of your taxes in retirement. And here in the United States, a great way to do that is to get as much money over to a Roth IRA as possible, okay? Obviously, you wanna be careful. You don't wanna 
I mean, you technically could put all your retirement money into a Roth IRA, but it would cost you a ton up front, and you wanna be careful of that. So over time, you wanna get money over to a Roth IRA, and that is whether you're still working and you can invest directly into one, or maybe the Roth TSP, or do to do to do some Roth conversions over time to slowly move your pre-tax retirement money over to a Roth IRA, because guess what? Roth IRAs are so powerful for a couple of reasons. First, you once the money's in there, it can grow tax-free, and when you pull money out, that whole, that whole dollar amount is gonna be tax-free, assuming you keep all the rules, right? And that's incredible. So even if taxes jack up way in the future, you have this pot of money that when you touch it, you don't pay any taxes on it. So whatever taxes do in the future, you have some flexibility and some control on your taxable income later, right? Next, when you turn 72, there's RMDs, or required minimum distributions, where you have to start taking money out, and a Roth IRA is not subject to those. So you don't have to take money out of a Roth IRA when you turn 72, which is a great, great thing. So just having different types of retirement accounts, whether it's Roth, whether it's traditional, maybe just a regular brokerage account, that have different tax rules, actually can give you quite a bit of flexibility in retirement if you understand how the different rules work, so that as taxes change, which I'm sure they will, you can adjust and say, hey, taxes now favor me using this account. I'm going to use that one. I have money in it already ready to go, right? And so honestly, those are the top three things that I think are important when planning for a long retirement is inflation. Make sure you have a plan for inflation. Make sure you have a good amount of fixed income, but also variable income or investments, right? And lastly, you want to have some controllability over your taxes, and a great way to do that is some Roth accounts, if possible. Again, don't overdo it all at once, but over time, you want to start moving money over to Roth accounts however you possibly can. So I hope that was helpful. I hope you guys have an incredible rest of your day. If you have any questions about whether it's this topic or something else, there's a link below to submit that to my website. And then on Saturdays, I answer as many questions as I can that I think will be helpful for you guys. So have an incredible rest of your day. I'll see you next time.